You've tuned into Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. For our show today, we have a trust issue. (laughs) Actually, we'd like to explore what trust is. Who or what do you trust? And above all, do you trust yourself? Well, do you trust yourself? If not, why don't you? Why not trust yourself? It's not that black and white, is it? I should say it's not black or white, is it? Do you trust yourself or not? Isn't it more like sometimes you trust yourself and other times you don't? For example, you might trust yourself implicitly when you're about to do something you know you're an expert at doing and you've done it hundreds of times successfully before. Then, when you're in a new kind of situation and you're not so sure whether you're up to dealing with it, you might not be as trusting of yourself. Or you might be facing having to communicate with a particular person that you've consistently had a miserable time communicating with previously, and you might feel quite unsure whether you are going to be able to do it well. It's easy to trust someone who has consistently proven to you that he or she has your back and is always there for you. Yet, even when that's the case, everyone's human, and there could be that one time when that person agrees to be there for you at your important, say, court hearing, but gets caught in traffic jam or just doesn't show up or doesn't make it in time, then what? On the flip side of that, it's also easy to distrust someone who has consistently failed or disappointed you. That person might enthusiastically volunteer to be there for you, But can you really count on him or her with such a lousy track record? The American Heritage Dictionary defines the primary usage of the term trust as firm belief in the integrity, ability, or character of a person or thing. So, first and foremost, trust, or lack thereof, is integral to every relationship. I trust you. He doesn't trust her. They trust us. Some people lost trust in the government. (laughs) We trust in God. And of course, do you trust yourself? Whether you're aware of the trust level you have in relationship to a person or thing, it's always there, isn't it? Most of the time, you might not even think about it, but it definitely drives a basic part of how you relate to each person and thing. You could even be just shopping for a watch online, and you'll probably have a lot easier time believing in the integrity, ability, or character of a Rolex, for instance, a Rolex watch made in Switzerland than a cheap knockoff made in a third world country. 
That's why so many people depend on reading the customer reviews of products to see if they're trustworthy in terms of what they need in them, such as reliability, effectiveness, durability, longevity, and so on. In your relationship with another human being, it's much more complex and important, but essentially trust plays a major part in how you choose to proceed in that relationship, doesn't it? And the more intimate the relationship, whether on a personal, professional, or business level, the more trust comes into play. In fact, how often did you decide not to pursue a long-term relationship of some sort because you didn't trust in that person's commitment, honesty, or integrity? Then there are relationships that you've been born into. Yes, like with your parents and possibly siblings and cousins and all kinds of people around you in the family. Most people don't realize that at least with their parents, they are the ones that chose them to be their parents before they were born to them. So they might believe that they didn't pick to be born to them. They usually say that in their teenage years. Hmm. And the relationships were thrust upon them through no choice of their own. They may feel like they can't decide not to be in that relationship because they don't trust the person enough. Even if that were true, what do you do in such a relationship that came as a package deal and you're kind of stuck with it for the duration? (laughs) Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Well, you see completely different levels of trust between parent and child or between family members every day. But the level of trust that is developed between two people clearly define a basic part of the relationship. I've never seen a great relationship between any two people who didn't trust each other quite a bit. Now, we come to the most essential of all your relationships. Oh, yeah. The relationship that pretty much defines every other relationship you have with anyone or anything else, for that matter. That primary relationship is your relationship with, drumroll please, (laughs) yourself. That's what we're interested in exploring a bit in today's episode. As you can see, in any two people's relationship, Trust provides a big part of the foundation of the relationship. The same applies to your relationship with yourself even a lot more. Why? Because you can physically walk away from any relationship you may have with someone else, but you can't walk away from your relationship with yourself, can you? (laughs) Yep, you're stuck with yourself. And it's not even like a marriage where there's that clause, till death do us part. Your relationship with yourself isn't only till death do us part, is it? It continues no matter what. You really just can't divorce yourself. Not ever. Now, you might be able to see how important trusting yourself is in relationship to yourself. The more you trust yourself, the safer and more secure you will be. You'll be much happier. After all, can you imagine living and working together and doing very every little thing in your life together with someone you don't trust much? That could be super stressful just for starts. You might be looking over your shoulder to see if that person really did turn off the stove as you are leaving the house. 
you might be mentally retracing every step of what you asked that other to do to make sure they did these things before you left because you can't trust that they followed instructions very well. (laughs) Sound familiar again? Uh, a A few of you might treat yourself that way every day. Hmm. Does that mean you don't trust yourself enough? Well, here's something for you to chew on. How you relate to yourself defines how you relate to everyone and everything else. I'm going to repeat that because I think that's one of the most important points of this whole show. How you relate to yourself defines how you relate to everyone and everything else. You can't have a relationship with another person that is better than the relationship you have with your own inner self. That means that you can't trust anyone else more than you can trust yourself. So your ability to trust yourself and how much you trust yourself is the foundation upon which you trust, which your trust of others and the relationships you build with them. Well, you know, that means when you find that you can't trust others very much, you have to look within your own self to see how much you actually trust yourself. You'll find that those who have a very hard time trusting others can't trust others because they don't trust themselves. How how does that work? To the extent that you trust yourself, you'll not depend on others for your happiness and well-being. When you trust yourself, you trust that you can manage whatever happens in your relationship with another person. You know when you trust yourself enough that the other person or what that other person does or how that other person is, isn't going to make or break you. You know that your happiness comes from within yourself and that it's not dependent on someone else. You know that no one can make take that happiness away from you. Huh. In fact, the more you trust yourself, the more you naturally become the master of your own life. If a business partner or a good friend betrays you in some way, you may not like it, <laughs> and you may not be happy with what they did. You may even want to sue them for it. <laughs> but you can still be happy with yourself and your life. Since you trust yourself to see your way through this new development in that relationship, you won't let that problem that someone else created ruin your happiness, well-being, or success you'll move on to creating your next step. Now, what does it take for you to trust yourself to that extent? After all, you're human and you make mistakes. You don't succeed in everything you do every time. You've dropped the ball more than once and you you could even be genetically prone to clumsiness. Just like me. (laughs) (laughs) So then how can you trust yourself? Well, most people place their trust in results 
An example would be your boss trusting you more once you won the case or secured the big contract. This is why a lot of people need others to earn their trust. They're saying, show me that I can trust you. Prove it to me. But then there are always uh, the few courageous ones that offer their trust to a known failure or one that's been deleted from everyone else's trust list and become instrumental in turning that person's life around for the better. How can they trust someone with a poor, trustworthy record? Once again, such people have enough trust in themselves that they can handle whatever happens. So they have enough trust for even a person who has a proven record of non-trustworthiness. <laughs> to everyone else. <laughs> Remember the dictionary definition of the word trust. When you trust yourself, you have a firm belief, or better yet, certainty in your integrity, ability, or character. Your trust needs to be based on who you are rather than your track record of successes and failures. Even when you trust yourself, you're going to have experiences of success and those of failure. But the thing about trust is that it validates who you are. And so the more you, you trust yourself, the more you will succeed. The creative power is already within you and limitless. What brings out that power and makes it accessible to you to use is your trust. Trust is like the open sesame, abracadabra, <laughs> to the locked gates of your inner creativity and power. That is why when the football coach offers a great deal of trust to a second string player with a poor past record that the coach sees great potential in. So often that previously ignored player rises up to the challenge and starts to shine. In some way, that coach is saying to that player, I know you can do it. I trust who you really are. And there's a lot at stake when he's doing that. Yeah. But unless that coach is able to trust himself enough that, okay, he's entrusting this player that has a bad record, what if he doesn't come through? Well, the coach knows, I trust myself, I can handle it. I can handle everybody booing me. I can handle, you know, criticism from my superiors, whatever. You know, I, I, I've, I can deal with it. No problem. So in trusting yourself, you have to do that with yourself, even when no one is willing to trust you. Don't let some past fiasco take your trust away from yourself. Remember, your trust is in who you truly are rather than what you did or how well you did it. Whatever you've already done, however you've done it, superbly or catastrophically, <laughs> what's done is already past. It's done. 
There, there's no power in what's past. It's already done. All the power is in who you are right now. Remember, your trust opens that gate to that inner creative power. With that, anything becomes possible to you. So why not trust yourself? Because the more you do, the fewer your your limitations will be. The more you trust yourself, the happier you will be. Don't box yourself in with lack of trust. Set yourself free. Well, we're at our first break already, and we'd like to invite you to our next teleclass coming up. Mark your calendars on Saturday, July 3rd from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. This will be a timely subject to explore the day before American Independence Day, titled Speak Your Truth, Say Your Peace, Energy Work to Find Your Voice. This is part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series. Get to know your psychic self more and learn to find your true voice. You'll learn how to do psychic energy work to give yourself permission and space to express more of who you are instead of who you think you have to be. For all the details and to sign up, go to our July events calendar section at michaeltamora.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L. T-A-M as in Mary, U-R-A.com, or call our office and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noel at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. And by the way, while you are in there on our website, there's two other things I suggest. One is please sign up to be on our mailing list so you know what we have going on. We're doing a lot of online and phone work um, during the even the ending of this pandemic here, and we're available for a lot of wonderful teleseminars, as the one I mentioned. And then secondarily, Michael's book, You Are the Answer. Anyway, we will return in just a couple of minutes to continue exploring Why Not Trust Yourself. See you in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational incredible information one of the best books i've ever read inspirational a must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose that's what readers around the world are saying about you are the answer the award-winning book by michael j tomorrow beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary order your copy now at amazon.com living the miracle with michael and Raphael tamura Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com and be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Do you trust yourself? If not, why not trust yourself? It's been our topic for this episode, so let's continue with it. I wanted to reread that definition of the word trust because I think it's really important. When you trust yourself, you have a firm belief, better yet certainty in your integrity, ability, or character. Well, it's been my honor uh, these past couple of years to have very much increased my own uh time to be able to give clairvoyant readings to people and what I have noticed you know I see I get to see patterns you know people come in and sometimes one week it'll be everybody will have a shoulder problem or uh, uh, somebody will have problems with their finances or a group of people will and so on and what I've noticed is that I've had a lot of really super capable people come to me for their readings who are also readers themselves and uh, come from really interesting backgrounds and interesting past life backgrounds. And sometimes we carry around a lot of distrust in ourselves because we don't really know why we don't trust ourselves, but it's like a feeling. And so what I've Notice with some of these very capable people that I've worked with is that if they just trust in themselves by practicing something I call consistency of character. You know, if if you want, for instance, have decided to make yourself more calm in uncomfortable or upsetting situations, you start to create, in a way, a consistency of character so that when things, when you start to go off in the wrong direction, you can tell right away. And one of the ways, for instance, when you're not trusting yourself or you have a good reason not to trust yourself, like you make, uh, you went into an, an old habit of judging someone, for instance, and it's like, oh, darn, I'm doing that again. Well, the solution to that, to get yourself through it so you don't think, that habit is coming back is practicing forgiving yourself and letting it go. Yeah, well, I think that's the key, forgiving yourself, letting it go, because what are we here for? (laughs) That's a really simple question to ask because the answer to it is across the board. Every one of us, if, if we're here in this world, we're here to learn learn, grow, heal ourselves, and really uh, arrive at our freedom. We're, as we learn and grow, what, what's happening? As we're healing ourselves, we become freer and freer of influences, conditions, situations, everything. Life goes on in this world. Life goes on. Whether you're alive or dead or whatever, life goes on for everyone else. And things don't change that fast. 
Have you, have you ever noticed, noticed in this world, it takes a long time for major changes to happen. And so life goes on. A person's incredibly happy. This is a joyous occasion today for whatever reason. And then, but there's wars going on. Or a person gets terribly sick and it's really a, you know, they're suffering, they're having a hard time and the whole bit, but next door they're celebrating because something great happened for them. This is life. It just keeps going on. And so, like I mentioned earlier, there's no power in the past. Ah, if you look for power, creativity in the past, it's already past. You have to find it here within yourself. Otherwise, you can't create something new. So the longer you're stuck in the past, what's already happened, even what I just said five seconds ago, that's past. That's already happened. What's important is, oh, what am I going to say next? What am I going to say now? What, what I'm going to do or say or be next is essentially what I'm saying is, oh, what am I going to be or do or say now? Next is always now. A lot of people think that when they think in terms of, okay, what am I going to do next in my life? Since they haven't done it yet, they look to the future. They're looking to, okay, I haven't done it yet. And right now I'm just thinking about it. What am I going to do next? Like in an hour, tomorrow, 10 years from now, they put it into the future. And that's not, there's no power there either. So when you're creating your next step, you're creating this next part of your life, whether the next one minute or the next 10 years, whatever, it doesn't matter. When you're creating your next step, it's right now. You're creating it right now, not tomorrow, not an hour from now. It's right here now because that's where your creativity resides. So trust is a very interesting thing because I noticed that in most cases, except for people who walk around saying, I, I really have trust issues. I really have trust issues. <laughs> doesn't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a person who just been through, you know, uh, a betrayal of some sort or what they experience as a betrayal of some sort. Most people don't think about trusting on a day-to-day -day basis. They just go on with their lives and do the best they can. But when you really look at, oh, yeah, what's underlying a lot of things, especially decision-making and moving ahead, oh, there's always that trust. Whether you're consciously aware of it or not, it's, it's there. For example, making a decision. Well, just taking a personal example, how do I make a decision? Pretty much always by intuition. Huh. Do I, you know, when I go shopping online on Amazon or something, do I read the reviews? Absolutely. Well, for anything important, and especially if it's, you know, really expensive and there's a lot of choices and whatnot. Sure, I'll read the reviews and um, 
I have fun doing that. It's it's fun reading other people's reviews because not only am I re- reading their reviews literally, like somebody's, oh, this is horrible, blah, 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 blah. And no star or one star review. And, oh, I wish I could have made minus stars. You know, it, <laughs> it's terrible reviews. But you have to look at each person who is writing that. And, of course, there's a lot of scams, you know, uh, where reviews are are done by the same person hired to give five-star reviews for some product for some cheesy company. <laughs> or <clears throat> no-star reviews for a really oh, good yeah. company. Yeah, that, it happens on both ways. Yeah, somebody wants to wants to destroy uh, somebody's business or company because of a personal vendetta or whatever, and they just start posting all kinds of uh, under false uh, uh, names. <laughs> they, they put in different... Very, very terrible reviews. So you got to look at those and go, oh, yeah, that's a scam review. You know, that's a that's a, just one irate person who's got a personal thing going against the company or the product or whatever. And then there's ones you look and says, oh, yeah, this person's really gone through everything. And and then their their conclusion is this is a great product, the best I've seen or this is the worst product. <laughs> I'll never get it again. <laughs> and and so you, you get you get some uh, idea of what other people's experiences are. So that's that's valuable. But my final decision's not based on those reviews. Huh. I, I take consideration, I take into consideration what other people have experienced, but my final decision is still totally from within myself, intuitive, because sometimes uh, the half the reviews are really bad and half the reviews are excellent. And I'm going, oh, yeah, okay. And then I look at, okay, for for myself, how's this going to work? It's it's, uh, almost like when you go to a, a restaurant and... You know, it's a really good restaurant, quality food, everything, preparation. And um, there's always going to be somebody who who hates it. That's just personal preference. Nothing wrong with them. It's just it's their personal preference. And so then it boils down to, oh, yeah, am I going to enjoy this? Is this going to be a good experience for me? Is this going to be a good product for me? Is this a good person to develop a, a, a certain kind of relationship with for me. Because for somebody else, it could be horrible. Or somebody else, it could be amazing, but not for you. So it still boils down to, oh, yeah, trusting in yourself. And a lot of things in terms of can you trust yourself is do you trust yourself enough to follow your intuitive knowing, what you know in the heart of your hearts that this is true for myself. I don't care if anybody else feels that way, but for me, this is true. For me, this is the right thing to do. For me, this is how I need to proceed. Yeah. Then the more you're able to trust yourself, the more you can stand behind what you say, what you do, who you are, 
And if somebody criticizes, says, oh, you are full of it, <laughs> uh, then it's, it's, uh, it doesn't bother you. Or, yeah, maybe it's uh, sure it always feels better if somebody says, ah, oh, complimentary things. But, but if somebody says, oh, you're, you're terrible, you know, what, you don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, I've had that quite a few times in my life. <laughs> and sometimes I have it constantly. So, yes, it's much nicer when somebody is complimentary, but when somebody is, you know, just saying, hey, this is for me, what you're doing or who you are or whatever just doesn't make it. Fine. It's that's their they're entitled to their own opinions. And so Ah, that brings us another thing in terms of being able to trust yourself is do you take, do you try to solve another person's trust issues about you, <laughs> right? We all do that. Yeah. Look at, look at how, how often you might do that. Somebody says, oh, your decision is incorrect or you're stupid for doing that, or you're, who, who do you think you are? Uh, who, who gave you the right to do these things, and so forth and so on, when it's not, you're not committing a crime, you're not, you know, destroying anybody's life or anything like that. It's or just you, a choice. Mean, or even make a, an honest mistake, and that person says, I'll never trust you again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That's happened. Yeah, and, and it's really... It's all honest mistakes because none of us deliberately set out. Nobody goes around going, I am going to do this, but I'm going to make a mistake. Yeah. No. If they're deliberately doing something, it's not a mistake, is it? No. They decide, I'm going to sabotage this thing. They do it well. It's not a mistake. <laughs> Other people might, who don't know that their intention was to destroy it and did it, from the outside, they might go, God, you really made a terrible mistake. But uh, uh, the person doing it, no, it was no mistake. So there's really no such thing as making a mis mistake. We do things with the best intention and the best ability at the time. And what we call later on, even a moment later, if we go, oh, no, I made a terrible mistake. Guess what, folks? When you made that so-called mistake, you didn't know it was a mistake. But sometimes even a second later, you, you get more information. You see something that you didn't see before you did the thing. And ah, now you're more aware. You have more information. And looking back at one second ago and what you said or did or whatever, you can decide, oh, that was a terrible mistake. Because now, knowing what I know now, today, right here, that I didn't know before, I won't do it that way. Oh, guess what, folks? You learned something. So whenever we do something that later on, whether it's a second later or 10 years later, we look back on it and say, oh, that was a horrible mistake. No, when we made it, it wasn't a mistake. When we made it, we were using the most best information we had and the best ability we had at the time to do what we thought was the right thing. Yeah, We don't deliberately 
tried to do something in order to fail. <laughs> and so, so uh, unless you decide to do that, which is not a failure, you succeeded in not doing something. So that's, it's not a mistake. And so then when somebody else says, okay, you're, you're this, that, or the other thing, it's just a judgment and it's their problem. We'll get into that after the break, but yeah, don't try to solve somebody else's distrust. And it is time for our second break. And this is the time we make a little bit of announcements about our own events. So if you haven't already, please mark your calendars on July 17th, 18th, and 19th. Since we couldn't get to Hawaii this year, we're offering an extraordinary stay-at-home remote mini-retreat seminar with four teleclasses, a bonus post-class Zoom Q&A and social, and an extra bonus Zoom Dolphin Meditation Q&A and social. And lots of aloha. (laughs) And lots of aloha, yes. The overall theme for the whole mini-retreat seminar will be Holy Spirit, Holy Fire, the Divine Mother, Compassion, and Your Creative Life. Through the four two-hour teleclasses, we'll teach you about the relationship between the Divine Mother and your psychic self as the way to realizing God, how to create happiness and fulfillment in the world with your compassion and your creativity, how to create your new life with holy fire, rise out of the ashes of your past and celebrate your next step, and to discover what you are here in this world to manifest by exploring your creative expression and the process of revelation. For all the class titles, write-ups, and details, or to sign up, Go to the July calendar section of our website, michaeltamora.com. We have his name spelled out instead of mine in there because it's too many letters. michaeltamora.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 weekdays during normal business hours Pacific time. In just a bit, we'll continue with Why Not Trust Yourself? We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. We've been exploring the topic of trust and trusting yourself. So why not trust yourself? Let's find out more. Well, you know, it's very interesting because um, I know some of you out there have that issue, (laughs) the trust issue, trusting other people. And a lot of times it comes from the experience of bumping into or intermingling with or have, you know, one way or the other, a life experience with someone who really did not deserve your trust. And it's very interesting when someone holds a grudge about that because a lot of times what happens is, is if you, uh, it's like painting yourself in a corner, you don't trust this person and then the next person that comes up, you trust them a little less because of what the last person did and then after that you trust that person a little less than the person before. I've seen people do this in uh, who come to me for readings in their relationships. Why can't I get a relationship? Well, um, you know, if you start to talk about some of the relationships and give them a reading on the relationships they've had, it's usually having to do with something where they lost their trust in that person. And so when they're dating, the first sign they see that may indicate that it's like one of the 20 other relationships uh, in that trust issue, uh, they get eliminated before they even have a chance to Uh, prove themselves one way or the other. Um, Some people come into this lifetime to work trust issues because they never trusted anything, anyone in the past life. We call this uh, karma with trust issues. And it's karma is just a, a incompleted cycle or incompleted lesson that a person has to learn. And, you know, it's really good to be able to tune in and and discover if someone really doesn't deserve your trust. Um, Remember, trusting others has to do with how much you trust yourself. So if you don't trust yourself, a lot of times you attract non-trustworthy people. So using your intuition and starting to work on this um, really ability to really trust yourself is one of the most important parts of this aspect, this energy. Um, The other thing I wanted to mention that I see quite a bit, Michael and I have been conducting groups for a lot of years, probably uh, more than some of you have been alive. (laughs) Yes, we're really old. (laughs) (laughs) And the single most destructive thing that I see going on in groups, whether it's towards us, or towards another student or whatnot is when one person or a couple of people decide to gossip about other people. And what does gossip do? Well, this starts to create a negative karma for you, by the way. You know, sometimes if there's somebody out there ripping people off, it's good to, you know, pass the word around, watch out for this person, and you can judge for yourself when when that person comes around you. But there's a difference between that Informing information and, and gossip. gossip. Yeah. And so if, if gossip 99% of the time is destructive, uh, I'd say 100% of the time. Yeah. Really. It's <laughs> never not destructive. And um, it always starts a cycle of karma you really don't want because if you're gossiping and saying negative things about your teachers or about other students in a class, 
um, you are creating a negative, uh, kind of a negative beginning for yourself. And ultimately, on an unconscious level, when you're saying negative things about other people, your unconscious believes that is to be negativity towards yourself. Because you're carrying it in yourself. You know, this is the thing. So many people think that if somebody does something to you, it's your problem to solve. And that can be far from the truth. Huh. Well, if somebody hits me and I get hurt, isn't that my problem? No. The fact that someone hit me, it's their problem. I didn't do it. That other person did. And and it's not they did it to me. Then I make myself a victim. But if I'm just going, oh, yeah, that person, you know, must have had a bad day. <laughs> somebody screamed at me, must have had a bad day. It's they have a problem. Or maybe I was too sassy. Yeah. <laughs> but even if it's in reaction to what where I am or what I did, okay, that's their reaction to it. That part I can't solve. You could only solve the energy you create. You can't solve somebody else's energy that they create. And so, you know, it's just like if you look at somebody's angry, well, you can't make them not angry. You can do things. You can communicate with them. You can calm them down, you know, be a friend the whole bit. And then they, their anger may seem to start to calm down. But you're not doing that. No, you're not solving their problem. You're, you're helping them so that they could solve their problem. Huh. So whatever somebody does or says or the way they behave towards you, how they treat you, that is not your problem. That's their problem. They are here on earth to learn, ah, to start to realize, you know what? This is not the way to treat people. <laughs> it's not doing me any good either. It's definitely not doing them any good. So I'm going to change my ways. And they start to learn. Give them a chance to learn. The person that you're having difficulty with may be in kindergarten or first grade, and you might be a, a high school student, so to speak, in terms of being here as a soul, learning. And that's why things that seem so obvious, common sense to you, somebody else seems to be clueless about it. You can't take that on as that, that they're clueless about it as your problem. Sure, you can help them, you can teach them, whatever, counsel them, but you can't solve their problem for them. They have to be the one to learn it. Otherwise, it's no good. If you try to solve it, then it becomes really part of your trust issue. Like, oh yeah, if somebody betrays you, somebody makes a promise and then they back off on it, or they lie to you. Or whatever. They, they steal from you. Whatever. You can't come through with it. Yeah. And huh, that's their problem. They're the ones who didn't come through. They're the ones who betrayed. They, they're the ones who just said, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, in that dynamic interaction, what's your problem? Your problem is how you choose to respond to what they did or how they treated you. That. You have total control. You can decide, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be in great amusement about this. I'm going to forgive what they just did, whatever. 
It doesn't matter how or what you do, but you still have the choice in what you create now as your next step. You're not stuck on what they did. But look at how many people get stuck on what they did. Let's talk a little bit about what's the opposite of trust, not trusting, right? What is it that that makes you not trust? Or let's let's do it this way. Let's what is it that helps you to trust someone? We're talking about trusting in yourself, but it's easier sometimes to look at it in terms of your relationship with someone else. Of the people that you trust the most implicitly, what is it about those particular people that you really trust in your life that that makes you trust them? Oh, guess what, folks? Those people you can really trust. You can tell them anything. And you can do your best and sometimes you fall flat on your face, but they don't judge you. They don't abandon you. They don't gossip. They don't make you, you know, bad for it. No. You have experience that whatever you do, however you do it, and you have good days and bad days in front of them, and they're still there. Oh, that's essential to trust, isn't it? Consistency. They're there, rain or shine, whether you're in a good mood or a bad mood, whether you do something exceptionally well or terribly. <laughs> they're still there. They're still your friend. They're still, they still talk to you. They're not in total judgment saying, oh, you just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Huh. So it's that steadiness, isn't it? What is that? There's no judgment coming at you. No, you did what you did, and this is how it ended up today. Tomorrow, it might be different. Today, you know, it wasn't your day. <laughs> so let's move on. That's the kind of person that I would feel, you know, very trusting of. And so then let's use that in relationship to yourself. Ah, are you there for yourself? Rain or shine? Or if you do well, you're first one to celebrate. But if you don't do so well, ah, you're on your case like the boss from hell, <laughs> right? It's just like, you idiot, what did you, what were you thinking? I'm never going to forgive you. Ah, there's that forgiveness thing. That is the secret to trust. You'll find that when you know no matter what happens in your life, no matter what you go through, no matter what you do or how you do it, when you know you will still be standing there right behind yourself going, I love you anyway. That doesn't change. When you're consistent with yourself, which means you know, hey, we all get upset. It's a reaction that we tend to have, but we're not our reactions. Reactions are mechanical. So what forgiveness is, is not letting the reaction take over. Forgiveness is, is in spite of messing up, in spite of being disappointed, in spite of making what we think is a terrible mistake, 
or we did it wrong or whatever. And even with a pretty intense upset reaction from it, we know we still forgive ourselves. We still love, forgive ourselves means we still love ourselves in the morning. (laughs) Wasn't that a country song? Yeah. Uh, Would you still love me in the morning, right? (laughs) So that's the consistency. You know, okay, no matter how bad things get, I'm going to be there for myself. You know, there might be a momentary, you know, upset and and I'm going to be whatever, but that's not going to last that long. I'll still love myself in the morning, regardless of what happens at the nighttime, right? That is the builder of trust. That's, that's what's essential to trust. When you have that, you can trust yourself because you know you're not going to abandon yourself. Now, obviously, in truth, you can never abandon yourself. You're stuck with yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> we all are. But, but, oh, that makes it worse, doesn't it? Like we were saying earlier, if you were having a relationship, physical relationship with somebody else, and, and uh, things get so terrible, so horrible, hey, at least you know you can walk out the door and say, see you later, right? You don't have to stay with that person. But how about when it's yourself, you can't walk out the door. So if you know you don't easily forgive yourself when you make a mistake, it's miserable. You know ahead of time you're going to be in hell, right? Because you're, you're living with yourself. You can't get rid of yourself. And part of yourself is pointing the finger saying, you, you, you did this and you blah, 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 and I hate you. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. You know that's not going to be you can't stand it. So, so you get scared. If I'm going to do this big job, can I trust myself? I don't know. Because if I don't come through, oh, my God, I'm going to pay. Right? But if you know, yep, no matter what happens, I'm standing right behind myself. You know, okay, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to do the best job I can, and usually you'll succeed. Once again, we're coming to the end of our show. We're so delighted that you joined us today. If you feel that our show helps you, please tell your friends around the world so they may benefit from tuning in as well. Make sure to catch us next Wednesday and find out what true transparency might be and learn about being a body of glass and the power of non-resistance. Remember to... For our next teleclass on Saturday, July 3rd from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time, we'll teach you to speak your truth, say your peace, energy work to find your voice as part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series. Check our website or call our office at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired Use your imagination and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. We 
appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. 